Here we are again. Hello. Kind of loud. We are loud and proud. Because we're standing up. Ooh. Put that dicks out. <laughs> Not put that dicks out. That Not yet, at least. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, if no one else here would be weird if we just swapped our dicks and just Yeah, had a it would fight. be. Yeah, for a lot of different reasons. But I'm Yanni. And I'm Matt. Hello. And we're here presenting. The best stand-up comedians. Best people who stand up and talk to you. And make you and laugh. elegantly. Yeah, make you laugh. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, as, it's as simple as the title says of this, of this episode. Very simple. Um, how, do you, how do you want to start about this? Should we talk about being... How do, how do we introduce the topic of stand-up comedians? It's tough when I think about it. But, I mean, the golden age for stand-up com- comedy with me is Comic View on BET. Mm. Um, there was um, Comedy Central Presents. Yeah. That's what I grew up on. The, I like the Def Jam comedy. The Def Jam Def comedy. Def Jam comedy. I didn't get it because I have cable. Damn. <laughs> but there, there's other shit out there. Yeah, yeah, Comedy Central had a, a bunch of random 30-minute stand-up specials. Yes. HBO was killing it for a long time. They had the hour long. If you were able to afford HBO. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You were watching a lot of great comedy. They yes, all, you were. they got great people, and it, it was amazing. It was a good time for everyone. But uh, the comedy scene has kind of changed. It's all Netflix now. It's Netflix. Uh, yeah, mostly Netflix, to be honest with you. And that's the thing. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't watched it. I can't judge it, but I mean. A lot of my honorable mentions, I was watching them when I was growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. So, do you want to go to honorable mentions? Yeah, let's just get, well, we're really just diving in. Yeah, um, yeah let's go. Um, I would say uh, honorable mention I have is Daniel Tosh. Good. Uh, I know, oh it's honorable. He's, I, he's honorable. not even a good stand-up comedian or sketch. So think about Daniel Tosh. Honorable. He had funny shit. On the, okay, go ahead. Let's play. I'm sorry. Matt Ernie's making a stink about Daniel Tosh. That's why I said it. I just got it out there. Now, if I was to say Dane Cook, then Matt would probably throw him out this window. 100%. You never laughed at none of Dane Cook's jokes, though? Dane Cook was just. You never laughed at one of his jokes? I'm not, I, I never laughed at one of his okay. jokes, but he was over the top. He did, he did a lot. He did the most. I, I, just, I just don't like him. You know what I'm saying? Nobody likes him. Like, yeah, yeah. He has just this douchiness to he him. He does like this uh, entitled douchiness. is just ingrained in him. Yes. It, he owns it, and it's just like annoying. That's what <laughs> You know so saying? he is a douche. He owns the fact he's a douche, and then you don't like the fact he owns it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh. Um, the Wave Runner joke was pretty funny to me. Um, I always said that was funny. See, uh, I never watched his stand-up special. I only seen the, the Tosh point oh. Yeah. I mean, he tried to. His stand-up special was great. That's what got him the show. But, but did he have that weird, awkward delivery? The same way he had in Tosh No, he had a weird yeah. delivery. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I, don't like I mean, that. his jokes. Are, I mean, first of all, it's kind of like weird that. hearing Matt. Anyone who knows Matt, the fact that Matt is blackballing Daniel Tosh is weird because Matt loves dark humor. I do. I <laughs> he, love Matt dark loves shit. He I, loves it. He thinks he should not be laughing at. And Daniel Tosh's whole stand-up set is about things. You, he, he says jokes and he, he's, he'll smile. And he'll awkwardly deliver it to you, and it's like I shouldn't be laughing at this. He shouldn't even be hinting towards this, but I'm, we're all laughing. Mm. I guess I guess I've never seen him stand up, especially. Oh, so, yeah. so a lot. There's of, the stand. There's the one that he did. Oh, I think it was for HBO. It's yeah, it's like the the one. That's the one that got him on. Yeah, the interesting thing about stand up comedy, whenever all these people were going to name, they had careers outside of stand up. Like stand up was probably their what they're the beginning with. Yes, but then they get shows, they get sitcoms, they get sketch Actors, comedies, they get yeah. movies, yeah. especially the good ones. We all we're going to name the best ones because yes, we, we are. do here in top five guys. We name the best shit because it's gang gang. Pretty much. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't recognize him. From his stand-up career, I probably watched it, and I, I probably, I think I might have watched one, but it wasn't didn't stick with me because there was a phase where comedy, where stand-up comedy was much more prominent. Yeah, it was. I don't know if it was just because of cable TV. Yeah, it was a much more. I would say it was like late two thousands. I feel like. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. There's a lot more comedies going on. Um, I think because now because Netflix, the way is either have a Netflix special, and no one is just gonna stumble. Like you have to want to watch someone to watch a Netflix special. You don't just stumble. That's into what I'm someone's saying. Shit, you know. And Matt bring up a great point because it's it's like comedy you could stumble on. Oh, who is this guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then or who is this lady whatnot and then she makes you laugh like Lisa Lampanelli I found out about her from Comedy Central and she's crazy mm. but obviously I wouldn't have known about her because I don't think she would have got a HBO special at that time right and you wouldn't recognize it. you if you saw her on Netflix you would have like oh let me check out this yeah. Lisa Lampanelli I wouldn't have followed I wouldn't have came across Pablo Francisco if it wasn't for um, um, Comedy Central Right, right. I don't know how we got into this conversation, but it, it goes to, to talk about the evolution of comedy. Actually, we'll talk about it a little bit later because I'm certain that you probably have people on your list yes. who are predates our time. Just, yes. Okay. Okay. So, should I go my? Should I keep on going? Yeah, yeah please, sir. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're on a tangent. Um, I have Chris Rock. Hmm? I know. What? I knew you were going to say that. Elaborate, sir. I'm sorry. I'm eating chips. God damn. <laughs> Chris Rock, what the fuck? 
I'm Chris, mad. right? But, I know Matt's right, gonna have one's list. This is where he lost. It's not where I lost. You can't, this you is can't a name, preference. You can't name five comedians better than Chris Rock. You can't. You can't. You can't say that with Josh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, this is preference. I laughed more with the other comedians I'm gonna name. Wow. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, also, George Carlin himself was really good. I watched. It's not bad. It was, it's really actually legendary stuff. But obviously, like that was at a different time. Like George Carlin wow. was hitting in the 70s and 80s. Some wow. of the 90s. Kevin Hart. Oh, my fucking gosh. Kevin Hart's on your list. No, no, no. no. This, Yanni is going to have some bullshit on his fucking I'm list. I'm not. His top five is going to be a bunch of Jim Gaffigan's. You, be, you want it to be. be. No, it's not. Mencia's. It's no, gonna, it's, it's not. Gonna be See, you want it to be. See, it's, it's just gonna, like, It's going to be fucking horrible. No, I already know. And first this, of all, Carlos Messi was not a bad stand-up comedian. The last three people you named. You named Kevin Hart, George Carlin, and Chris fucking Rocks. These are all icons in the stand-up world. Fucking icons. I know they are. And he was like, yeah, they're, they're not that good. No, they're, they're, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, I'm they're, not saying that. But they're not great. The best of they're fucking just not my time. favorite. I can't defend them. They're my favorite. God damn it. Okay, go ahead. You want me to Tim Duncan then? That's what you want me to do? No, you no. Do, that's what no, you want I want you to do. recognize a real fam. Um, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, that sucks because he's my favorite actor of all time. This man is on a rampage. I am on a rampage right now. I can't wait to see your fucking list. I just because I'm just gonna shit on it. I'm just gonna shit on it for fun. It doesn't even matter who the <laughs> fuck you're gonna say because you already fucked up. You already fucked up. You, the you, last you, ones that hurts the most because like Eddie Murphy's my favorite actor. If you say Dave Chappelle, I'm taking no, the fucking oh, mic I'll, away from on. you. I'll Let's take the mic on, away from come you. Come on, come on. No, this one sucks because of my favorite shows. It's Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I mean Jerry. I mean yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean yeah. Jerry's the hardest one to keep up the list. Jerry's just like you know. He's I'm Sherry. Oh, you know, all right, Jerry. Oh, you know, have you ever seen the fucking Altoons that's doing the subway before? Oh gosh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's fucking Jerry Seinfeld. Is that your Jerry Seinfeld impression? Yeah, it was horrible. Jerry Seinfeld's one of the greatest observ- observational comedians ever. And that's that's an interesting point. We bring up observation because there's different type of comedians, and yes, all the comedians that you name, minus Kevin Hart, are philosophical. Comedians, they do talk to the crowd. They post questions. Yes, and okay, so okay, so you like the observational shit. Like people know random details that that we all see, but no one ever points it out. You like that oh, shit? Yeah, that's that's pretty funny to me. Yeah. Okay, fucking Jerry Seinfeld. Huh? Yeah, I can't even be hating on Jerry Seinfeld. But that, that that's where you draw the line. I that's just, crazy. I, I know he has a great. I mean, show. That, that's that's the one that you didn't mind was Jerry Seinfeld. Yo yo, Jerry Seinfeld shows. All right, I watched it a couple of times. Never fell in love with the show. Right. So I saw a couple of his stand up comedies. He was good. But he wasn't great. You know what I'm saying? He comes with so little energy. You know what I'm saying? He has doesn't really have a lot of energy in his fucking uh, stand-up specials. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like... All right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Okay. No. Whatever, whatever. Go to your honorable mentions, Matthew. All right. My honorable mentions... <clears throat> Russell Peters. Sounds familiar. He is an Indian guy who makes who does really good impersonations. He makes good voices. And impersonations is also one one genre of stand-up comedy. Like some people, some people could do like think of it as like like Naruto chakras, like like chakra natures. Like some yeah. people have wind, thunder. Yeah, energy. yeah. Some people could do a combination of three. Some people have a combination where you can do three and combine it. And, and, mm-hmm. and some people can use all five chakra natures. But I, I definitely think the 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 the, the most uh, prominent chakra nature is storytelling. Uh, so there's different types of story. I feel like even with the storytelling, there's fake stories and there's real storytelling, like shit that actually happened to you and then like shit you're just making up. Who makes up fake stories? Dave Chappelle does it all the time. He does it great. Dave Chappelle does it all fake the time. Fake stories? Yeah, he does it all the time. All the time, Dave Chappelle makes up fake stories. Those stories feel real though. Um, exactly, because it's great storytelling. <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. But some people like like for I think for example like Kevin Hart, I feel like all of his stories really yeah. happened to him. You know what I'm saying? Like all that shit, you could feel like it really actually happened. Whereas Kevin Hart or I don't believe that that somebody somebody's dad got to ask him and was like, "Hey, are they jumping me?" <laughs> I feel like that's a fake story, but it's a good fake story. It's an entertaining fake story, though. Do you think this is a fake story of Dave Chappelle punching someone's mom in the pussy? That's a fake story. Yeah, yeah. But Dave Chappelle's great at it, bro. I watch. So I want to. He's so good at that. Though. I want to honestly. So all right, this past week. I'm gonna explain to you my week. So I knew this topic was coming up. I'm gonna watch a bunch of stand-up comedy specials, and it was as great as it fucking sounds. The only bad part is I had to watch a lot of them through Daily Motion because a lot of comedy specials. It was back. Was way back then. Oh yes. my gosh! Had to go through Daily Motion. Daily Motion is the most aggravating fucking site to use in your three twenty p. Are you watching it on three twenty p? I don't know what that means, but I just know I just the resolution know. was bad. Well, there's always they have all these fucking commercials, and when you have the commercials, it will log it will completely sign you out to start from the beginning. Daily Motion is a piece of shit, but. If you want to take a look at stand-up comedy specials, especially the older ones, yes. you got to go through YouTube. Doesn't have you no go to more. Daily Motion. You're right. Fuck YouTube. Fuck Daily Motion. But YouTube's better. It's clear and obvious, anyways. But um, Russell Peters, yeah, he makes good accents. So okay. that's, he, he has like he has that chakra nature down pretty well. Okay. Um, Eddie Murphy. 
That's also uh, my yeah. mention. The reason why Eddie Murphy. So I watched Raw. Didn't, Raw, I think Raw didn't age the way I thought it was going to age. No, right, right. Like two years ago. The thing we're really good about Eddie Murphy, his impersonations are great. The faces he makes are yes. perfect. You know what I'm saying? He, yes. he, he, he bodies a character who he's pretending to be, and yes, that makes it funny. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like he, he ooh, you know, how, you know what I'm talking about. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? How you be talking? <laughs> yeah, I see him talk shit about uh, Bill Cosby. Because it's kind of funny, too. When you look back at these older comedy specials, t- comedy specials kind of capture time, right? So you, you hear, they talk about current events, what was happening at the time. So you just hear Eddie Murphy just rip on, just like Bill, you know what I'm saying? Or uh, Dexter, the guy who slings his dick over his shoulder. What? He made a joke about a guy, a guy's wife was going somewhere whatnot, and she's gonna be with this dude that has a really long <laughs> dick and can sling it over his shoulder. Yeah, like yeah all yeah. kind of shit. Yeah, he was really raunchy. Yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty, but it was good. He was good, man. Yeah. He was good, but he only had two of them that were kind of yeah, legendary. Delirious and raw. Um, I had this conversation the other day. If Eddie Murphy just stuck to stand up and stuck to comedy, right, never really got into movies the same way he did, do you think his legend would be higher than it is now? Or do you think? Do you think? What I'm trying to say essentially: Do you think his movies ruined his reputation? Even if not at all. I think Eddie's. I think Eddie's comedy career, as far as stand up, was was it like it was kind of like it's, it's almost like Eddie Lacy. I think we used that example last time. And like like it, like it's a one trick pony, and you can dominate in that way, or not. But he wasn't gonna like be like a, a long time comedic genius like right. we're gonna name one. So I feel like he jumped out the, while the, while the, while um, the iron was hot, which was smart. And he shines way more on screen. Way right, more. right. I think that his his chakra natures would be be his kind of raw, essentially rawness, right? Just yeah. being being honest and then being like you know, back then he was like a twenty mid twenties man. And yeah, he's, he's good at improv. Saying, he's really good at improv and improv yes. and kind of personation. So that's what his niche. But he came with a lot of energy too. He you know he came with yes, flair and stuff. With, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And his stuff. setups were not as good, but the energy he had and the improv was really good. Right, right. That's what right. I'm saying. And that's why I was like, okay, eventually it's like you want to get your setups better or not. But he wasn't going to do. That's not who he is. He shines on screen because of the improv. Um. Whew, no. Number another honorable mention. I I know. I'm gonna save this one. I'm gonna save this one for later. What do you mean? You can't. You can't. How do you uh, save an honorable mention for later? Because it, it, it ties kind of into my other com- medium. I want to tie guess. in. We're gonna I'm making, just gonna save it, but I, I know you're gonna be mad. At we're me. making rules for Matt. It's fine. Yes, it's fun. It's like to do more rules here. Um, all, right. all right, another honorable mention to Jim Jeffries. That sounds familiar. Jim Jeffries. He is the Australian guy who uh, talked about his disabled friend coming on from a prostitute, and he's pretty much he he is a very funny and vulgar comedian. Mm. He's one of those people who looks like he's forty years old, probably does a lot of cocaine in his life. He's one of those people. Oh, that's cool. I love um, like that. look, look him up. He, he's good. He's a good comedian. Uh, I saw him in person actually, and you could tell like the first hour was his stand up, and like for like the last thirty minutes, he was just shooting the shit and making shit up as he went. It was kind of it was kind of a good time. That's but, the up. Anyways, yeah, mostly because of the accent. If you have an accent, you you help. <laughs> Let's say if you have an accent, you're, either you're terribly funny or you're not funny at all. Right. So what's what's more better to have an accent or be fat as a comedian? Shit. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. It, it's more important to be fat. Really? Yeah. Yeah. To have, to have the little weight, extra weight. Yeah. Because you just like oh, look at this fat guy telling jokes. Like who who was the really Gabriel? That's what I say. Iglesias? Fluffy. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That was pretty great. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and then honorable mention, Cat Williams. All right, we're we're about done here today. I'm no. gonna leave. I'm leaving now. The I, podcast. I, I, I put this perspective. You put Chris Rock. I well, Kevin we're disrespecting today. Then they're the Cat Williams. Well, I'm seeing. Like we're both disrespecting. Today. Cat, Cat, Cat Williams. He just captured a moment in the land of South Southern culture, and he was bro. Whenever he could beat up by a 14 year old. You just kind of lose credibility to me. That's that's just kind of what it is. Oh wait, lose, comedy is self-deprecating. That's a, that's a setup already. Uh, has he had a special after that. Yeah, he did. Oh, I didn't, on I didn't, HBO. Oh, I didn't see that. See, one. you know, yeah, I hope he talked. What do you say about it? Well, how did he how did he defend himself? I about forgot. What, uh, did he say? Oh, um, he had. You can't you can't just get your I ass forget. beat by fourteen year old. No, he, no, he did. Okay. He did talk about. I forgot what he said. I hate paraphrasing comedians because I always because the, there's jokes and there's setups behind it when I and, and if I say it, the jokes not the things not there, but it's there. It was on the last one. It was on HBO. Uh, the thing about the thing about Cat Williams, uh, we can talk a little bit about more when you, when you get to yeah. it. But he had just a, he he's a one. I found him a one trick pony. What? Like he talked about weed and being a pip. Or that's but not. I don't that, believe you've being never. A pip. I'm telling you, definitely not. Watch, no, I watched. I watched. I watched Pimp Chronicles. Pimp Chronicles two. The other you watched Pimp Chronicles, Chronicles two or not? The one for 2012 that he has on uh, Netflix. I watched ones, all the ones on Netflix for this. Just this week, I watched all of them, and I was just like, yeah. let me look at the one on Netflix. Yeah. You're tripping. Uh, he 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 does he does social observation, which is which is big nah, at that time. But, but he's he's not. He doesn't do it as good as the people we're about to name. He, he doesn't, doesn't do as good as Chris Rock. 
Not better than Chris Rock for he's sure. He's better than Chris Brown. No, the That's fuck what he's not. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Whatever, whatever. I will die on that hill. Whatever. He's only not better than the guy we're not going to name, but we all know who he is. We, we, didn't, we didn't even get to honorable mentions. We didn't get to honorable mentions yet. Because so you're, because you're just, you're just doing what you nah, want to do. You, sir. And I think, I think one thing too about comedy, I think this is actually important that we need to touch on, is it comes down to kind of preference, but also like what you relate to. So yes. he talks a lot about being Christian and all that stuff, and how like, like not Christian, but like he does talk about being Christian like, quite a bit. Right, right, exactly. So yeah. it's like oh, okay, I can't relate to that. You know yes. what I'm saying? So some of the, some of the stuff. Yes. Yet to be relatable. But the great comedians, it doesn't matter if you can relate to it or not. The great ones, oh it doesn't fucking matter. The top five ones. I don't think anybody who I don't think anybody has any problem connecting Cat Williams whether Christian or not. He, he, he's just a funny he's a, He has to win the war For sweatiest motherfucker Sweatiest comedian too He's just always sweating you just, always yeah. sweat, Listen When Matt doesn't like somebody Matt just does not like them at all I, Matt does not I, like I Cat Williams I didn't like his fucking hair In the Pip Chronicles too He looked like a fucking super villain It, oh it bothered me I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like Cat Williams No Okay <sighs> Go ahead Last honorable mention um, so It's kind of unfortunate uh, I try So when I make a list I try to be diverse as possible I honestly do uh, I was like What um, woman could I get on here You know Woman yes. comedian Who I really fucking enjoy um, Wanda Sykes Wanda Sykes Wanda Sykes okay She had she's, she, So she was a producer For like the Chris Rock show Like she was heavily involved In that Actually another artist Another comedian Who we're about to name Was also a producer on that And written for it too Okay. Um, but anyway, she has a very, very similar Chris Rock. Very, yeah. very similar timing, the comedic time. And that's the one thing about too about comedians. They all have their own pace, their own timings, the way they tell. Like yes, stand up comedy is an art form, right? And now also just being funny is a delivery of it. It's delivery, how you say, it's, set up story. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it's like especially the great ones, the really good ones. They take their time. To sit to get the joke, but right, they they think of a joke as as a one big entree, like something not not entree, like, like yeah, one big entree that you take a long time to prepare yes. and eventually eat instead of a, a snack you just put in the, in the microwave. Yes, that joke, very much. So. You know what I'm saying? You kind of build it up, and then yeah. And she did a great job at that. So yeah, no, you're right. Session number five. It's my honorable mention. We haven't got to our, wow. our top five. The people who you think is funnier than Chris Rock. Yes, I do. Yep. Number five, Dimitri Martin. Hmm. Well, Matt's not opposed to that already, so I already know that it has credibility. You know, you know that last metaphor I just used of putting your food in the microwave. That's Dimitri Martin. Oh, stop! What? He's a, lot of, he's a lot of short jokes. Has, has he had a joke that lasts longer than a minute? Does it have to last longer than a minute? Better if it does. It's better oh if it does. You, me and you both know he's really funny. He's it's dry humor. funny. It's dry humor. It's dry white boy like <laughs> nerdy white boy humor. Like you know, it's nice. That, okay, it is white humor. You're right. Yeah, but it, it's, it, white humor still humor. White humor still humor. What? You're right. But it's still funny. It's, he's very funny. I, I enjoyed him. I liked. I, he had a little show. I, I enjoyed his little show too. Um, but again, like when you compare him to the greats, he has the, he, he has small he, little thoughts. I always funny, have a preferential pick and. Him and probably my number three are gonna be my, prefer- my preferential pick. Well, so you recognize that they're not legendary, but they you just like yeah, them. Yes. And style. I can't bring. And I, I like them way more than the legends. I'm, I'm, that I'm Tim Duncan into picking. Well, I'm calling it. Yeah, I'm Tim five. Duncan into picking Chris Rock. I'm Tim Duncan into picking George no, Carlin. No, not Tim Duncan because they're fucking great, dude. That's, That's what I'm saying. You watch, uh, they're better than Dimitri Martin. They're, they're not better comedians than Dimitri Martin. Let's be real. Let's huh? be, is Chris Rock a better comedian than Dimitri Martin? I, I don't yes, yes. Okay. just like you can say somebody's a better basketball player no, no just like just like you can say somebody's a better basketball player when I, but you don't enjoy watching people don't enjoy watching Tim Duncan but yes they know he's a better basketball player than arguably what probably Derrick Rose yeah he is but you'd rather watch Derrick Rose wouldn't you I'd much rather watch Derrick Rose okay then so I'd rather watch Dimitri I'm not gonna be forced into uh, listen to Chris Rock's Whatever, bro. The Chris Rock, he has a lot of. And another side note, I forgot, to, I forgot to include, which I feel really bad about. But his 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 height was so short, though. When it was good, when it was there, was um, Martin Lawrence. Mm, Martin his Lawrence. his Def Jam sets were crazy. I don't. I never. I don't think I ever actually watched. I them. watched Def Jam with my aunt. When I was younger, she was babysitting me, and I was. Yeah. <laughs> why why would we say Martin Lawrence in my head? I thought Steve Martin uh, for some reason in my head. And I know not Steve but, Martin. He has, but he has Mar- stand up too, yeah. But Martin Lawrence, okay, okay. Martin yeah. Lawrence, I see. I think I see one or two of Martin Lawrence. He's good, yeah. But, but like he he fits in the same slot and lane, kind of as Chris Rock, right? But they do, you know what I'm saying? There is a yes. certain um, young black man thing, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, shit they talk about, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like like where sex, yes. race, all that stuff, or yes. And I don't think he does as well as the other no. Wait, that's what I'm saying. And and, and Martin has. 
delivery and he has energy and has performance, but his setups were missing. His storytelling was missing. Right, right. The that's complexity to it. That's what I'm saying. Because a lot of these, when you get to talk about the greats, a lot of the greats, they almost are as much as philosophers as they are comedians. The great yeah. ones, yes. like the George Carlins, which I'm surprised you have as the worst of Dimitri Martin, he is a philosopher. It's a preferential pick, and I can do that. I'm going to do that. The thing about Dimitri Martin, he was good, but he was just good because he was so unique. He had a very unique comedic style. You know what I'm yes. saying? It was very unique. He just a guy who looked like a kind of a bird, had a bird nose, and he was just saying random, funny, off-putting jokes. It was just really, yeah, it was dry humor. It was just dry humor. It was good humor. You liked it, Matt. Matthew I, liked, I it. liked it, but it's not better than the people you have on your honorable mentions. Like he should have been on your honorable mentions, is what I'm saying. No, honorable mentions is meant for preferential. No, I don't, I don't. Honorable mentions is designed for preferential. I can't. I can't. All agree right, with all that. right. Go ahead. My person who's undoubtedly better than Dimitri Martin. Go ahead. Number five. I, just, I I don't know why I like just shitting on Yanni's list all the time. Because it's, it's not it's true. So it, 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 it's me. not true. But you can convince yourself that it's not true. Louis C.K. Oh fuck. Louis C.K. is hundred percent better than Dimitri Martin, and that's not that's not even a joke. As far as comedic timing, as far as as everything, Yanni's rule is eyes because he has Louis C.K. on his list, and I know I can I, see it in his huh? eyes. I don't have him on my we list. We don't have Louis C.K. on your list. No, you you watched him though, right? I didn't, I didn't really connect with it. Really as a father, you did because I thought you would have connected with him the most. I thought like as a at the for like men with family, he's like I've, a I've, one I haven't watched him with I haven't watched I haven't watched him with the family. Have not. Okay, so I gotta get since you had a family. I gotta, okay. I gotta, I gotta give him a rewatch. Yeah, I give him a rewatch. It's tough to. I mean, he has. But he didn't really strike me. I don't know, man. The the older and balder he got, the funnier he got. The more like he 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 embodies like forty year old. I hate my life more than anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't hate my life, you know, but I don't. I, but I understand yeah, what you're yeah. saying. I understand. Yeah. Obviously, like like the like like the the annoyances of like having to like wash Family. dishes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes like, this exactly. kid's arguing. Yes, and like he he had a yeah. You should watch him, man. He went from and he talks about things. I think in a kind of he also has a philosopher way about it. Like mm-hmm. he brought up a good point. He's like he's like, what religion won? The fucking Christian religion. We use the calendar. Like everyone else agreed to Christian calendar. I don't know. He can say it better. Let's watch his God. That's what I'm saying. I, I, me and Matt are going to refrain from paraphrasing any comedic jokes. Because it's not going to be good. Because it's not going to be good. It's not as good as them. But watch them. I'm going to watch Louis C.K. He's great. He's actually really fucking good. Matt's going to give Dimitri Martin a rewatch. You're right. I will watch him again because I I, I, I will enjoy watching him again. You're right. I will enjoy him. I do enjoy him as a comedian, but I I will not give him the steam of putting him on top five. I can, because there's a lot of good fucking comedians. Is he better than Louis C.K.? Based on what you know of Louis C.K. I don't. Nothing about Louis C.K. He was a writer for the Chris Rock show. He wrote, it was him, Chris Rock, Louis C.K. Wanda Sykes were the writers for it. Right, Interesting. Right. We'll see. Um, I'm at number four. Wait, then. wait, wait. Before we dive dive mm-hmm. into that, does does a comedian lose his value if he's part of the Me Too movement? If he's jacking off in front of girls, does he does he lose his touch as a as a comedian? You hear about his, how he he was part of the Me Too movement, Louis C.K. Yeah. Does that affect him? Does that impact you? How you view him as a comedian? Or well, is it he okay got in trouble? He, like he's again. Well, he got trouble because he was um he would masturbate in front of girls, or he'll talk to him on the phone while he's beaten off, and they reported him, and yeah. He got, he got a little trouble. He lost his TV show. He had a show called Louie. It was actually a relatively decent show. Again, about a 40-year-old depressed man. I doesn't lose any esteem. I'm able to separate the artist from the art, but I'm not just... He's just you know. So what qualifies as separating the artist from the art? Because we don't do it with the Art Kelly, right? Art, Art Kelly's different. Art Kelly's I mean, much worse. Uh, Art Kelly's it all, It's all subjective because our parents don't. I know a lot of people who still play Art Kelly. They just do. Right, right. He's just going to die with their generation when they go. Hmm. Um, just like probably with us. Eventually, what's going to probably happen with us and, like I guess... Any artist we want, like if something happened to Drake, or like, like I let's guess, come out, of Drake was molesting little boys. Yeah, or touching or anything, or, or like, or like, God forbid, like I don't know, kids are stupid, and they say, oh well, Kanye was saying these things, and Kanye was saying these things, so we're gonna cancel them. They may cancel them, and they and their generation may deem it. I'm not saying what Kanye and what R. Kelly did are close. But R. Kelly's awful for doing those things, and that's why we were like, we we're we're not close enough to R. Kelly to be like. Eh, Right, 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 right. Our we just, we just, we just done with it. Right, right. But it's, it's all subjective. If so, if a kid in a future generation says Kanye was with Trump with blonde hair, or whatnot, and I really can't rock with him, he'll die with our generation. Then we won't let him go, but they will. Right, right. This so connection. Yeah. It, it also comes down to what the fuck you did. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yes, definitely comes down to what the fuck you did. Yes. Compared to masturbating while you're on the phone with someone, it's a little different. Yes, it is. Yeah. So no, I wouldn't cancel him. He's just weird. Yeah. Number four. This is my last preferential pick, Matt, okay? Let's hear it. So I can complain. I'm going to complain. Let's go. Mitch Hedberg. Who? Mitch Hedberg. Never heard of him. Oh! No. Nope. You are missing out. What's, he, what's his high school's name? M-I-T-C-H? Mitch? What? Yes. Hedberg. Never. Yeah. Minnesota legend. Is he? Yes. Minnesota. Yep. I like Minnesota. Sadly, he killed himself, though. See, that's the interesting thing about comedians. They You waver kind of in a dark line if you're good. That's what I'm saying, because you're always... Oh, 
Oh, how can you laugh? You make anybody laugh on that? But like, he's really could be he or she could really be hurting inside. Like Robin Williams, a lot. Well, it's yes, that, it's, it's that thing. If you aren't if you aren't uh, laughing or crying type of thing, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a lot of people do that as a way to kind of cope with whatever shit they're dealing with. A lot of comedians see a lot. Of, that's why it's interesting because comedians play really good at dark roles. Like Adam Sandler plays really good dark roles. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he really does thing in Uncut Gems. Yeah, uncut gems, uh, funny people. You know what I'm saying? I think I think when you're a comedian, you you, you are almost in tune to the darker because you're more observant. Yeah, I heard, actually heard Steve Carell is really good in Foxcatcher. No, he's he's great in a lot of dark roles. Uh, fucking Little Miss Sunshine, he was great in the movie where his son um, was a, was a crackhead or whatever case. He was great. Steve, Carell, yeah. yeah, I say comedians are really good at that emotional aspects. I, I don't know what it is. I, it's I don't know if it's just a tapping into like I don't know. It's it's interesting. Mm. It's an interesting thing to think about. The funniest people are also usually the saddest, which is bizarre. Very so. Well, we got depressing there. Um, yeah, so what, what, what about Mitch Hedberg? Who was this guy? Let me... um, his jokes were really clever, and it would hit you later on, or they hit you immediately or whatnot. So he had really clever jokes that were not just like dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, his delivery was so chill. Like You'll love it if you watch Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. I've seen a little bit of Louis C.K. You've seen Dimitri Martin before, but if you've never seen Mitch Hedberg, that's the which priority What decade? Watch. What decade was he? He was like uh, 2000s. Like, 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 oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mid to late 2000s. It's interesting because um, comedy changes within the decades, too. Just subtle. Yes. It's subtle change. It's not as, it's not as obvious as music, but yeah. there's subtle changes. And like, yes. for now, we are in this punchline phase. We're in the Kevin Hart, Cat Williams. You deliver a punchline. You say the punchline three times in a row. That's not true. Kevin, that Hart, true. Kevin Hart is a punchline comedian, right? Cat Williams. Cat Williams is stop. Stop doing Death, that. nigga? Death? Oh, it that he has, he has, he has quotables. He has quotables, yes. But he's not a punchline comedian. He, how many times did he say death? He did say death a lot of times. And it was funny each and every time. Yeah, it's but cool. yeah. what I'm saying Catch is that he's phrase. not Kevin Hart. Come on. Yeah, Kevin Hart, he just wants, that's all he's doing. He, he, he makes a special he walks, catchphrases. He walks, he walks in punchlines already the first thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, so you're right. It's going to say it five times so yes. he has little kids saying it at the lunch table. Yes. Yeah. Smart move, because that's you remember that way, right? It makes it makes. I just think Kevin Hart was funny. I did. It makes yeah. your stand-up special. Um, it, 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 it marks it because people are going to yeah. quote say it over and yeah, over yes, again. And people yes. are watching. It's like, yeah, you you'll know. get yes, you'll get your watch. And we're in we're in that phase, but actually, no, we're in a weird different phase. That was a phase like early two thousand teens. I feel like now yeah. that Dave Chappelle Netflix specials and and uh, fucking uh, who's the guy who Andrew Schultz? They're they're. Schultz. The guy who does uh, Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne, like the, the okay. there's a weird new wave of anti uh, politically correctness going on. Oh, of, yeah. of comedy, like oh, it's yeah. it's it's going in a different direction. That's I feel like where we're at now. Yeah, um, which was bound to happen anyways because it needs to fucking happen because yes, it it's getting fucking ridiculous. It's getting unfunny. Nobody can have a joke. No one can just breathe. No, everyone has to worry about what the fuck they say all the time. Yeah, and it's I'm like, like we're tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's like yes. it's life's not that serious. Like you could get butt hurt about all, everything if you want, but like. And that's another reason. That's another reason. Shout out to to Daniel Tosh because, like, we can all have a fucking joke. It better be funny. Yes. Right. But if it's funny, we can have that joke together. We can have that joke together as different people of different colors and different walks of life. Right. And that's where comedians, like you said, to my philosophers, they walk through that line because Daniel Tosh is like for me. Obviously, I hold a, a, a good spot in my heart for Daniel Tosh's specials because, um, he says what everybody's thinking. But you, if you're saying what everybody's thinking, good or bad, if it's bad, you're gonna have to really deliver it. And he delivers on each and every one of those jokes right now. But we know, but whether he didn't deliver it or not, we're, not, we're all thinking those things as people from different perspectives. He delivers it. He delivers it because he committed to a particular quirk. He has a little quirkiness to it. Yes, he's he just did, committed yes. to. It. So that's why, because everyone. And he's gonna look at you, and, and and you're gonna think it. You're gonna laugh, but it's it's good. And and as human beings, we need that kind of interaction because we don't need to be always eggshell oh, on our words. Yeah, exactly. Or have a stick shoved up our ass. We can just relax every once in a while, guys. Yes. And to understand, there's a difference between someone trying to be harmful and someone just saying some shit. You know, saying, saying some shit. You being know. stupid, being ignorant, and whatnot. Right, right, exactly. Yes. Uh, most of the time, it's it's ignorance and and being stupid. I think it's mostly attention. It's about intentions. That's what yes, it comes down that's to. What I'm saying, it yes. comes down to attentions. You know. Yeah. Um, my number four. Yep. Um, this guy owned the 2010s and it wasn't even close. You already know who it is. He owned the 2010s, wasn't close. Kevin Hart. Yeah. It wasn't even. He owned the decade, the whole decade. It was by kind of, default, yes. Yeah. By default, by well, by the right. sheer presence, it's like it wasn't. I want to call it volume. I wouldn't call it, I, I call it Drake level, but because he's not. Because Drake is. Yeah, how would you? That's an interesting comparison. Drake and Kevin Hart. That's no, I won't do it. I will never ever Drake compare Drake's genius to Kevin Hart. It's more. You know what it's like? It's like like, like Kobe Bryant just happened to be a good at a time where everyone the NBA was bad and just got a lot of rings. No, it's like, it's like kids are gonna hate it. It's like it's like it's like when there's a new boy band and they're trying to shove them down your throat. So by sheer volume, yes, because you you hear them. But the thing is, Kevin Hart is good. 
He is good. We have, we can't you can't say he's not. No, talented. he's no. Kevin Hart is good. We're just annoyed of him because he he only has one chakra nature. He is just he's Naruto doing shadow clone jutsu over and yes, over and over again. That's a good like, point. Just stop yes. doing shadow clone jutsu. But it's terribly effective. But it's like fuck. <laughs> like on the punchline, it's funny. I'm not gonna lie. The first two watches of Kevin Hart will have you crying. Right. But the third time, it's like wow, this shit this shit is whack. It's like for me, I could put Jerry Seinfeld in the background right now, and I may have not have laughed as hard as I ever did at Jerry Seinfeld as I did on a Kevin Hart special the first time I watched it. But that can, I can play that shit for the rest of my life. Right, right. Well, you can still play Kevin Hart because Kevin, Kevin Hart he talked about himself. So the thing the thing about him, he didn't talk. He's not like these other. I mean, I'm gonna compare him to the the black. Yeah, those, yes, yes. Because they they talk about race, they talk about um, other more philosophical, deeper context. That's what I'm saying. Things. We can play it where, again. Where Kevin Hart, I feel like he only has the capability of talking about what he's witnessed and experienced in his yeah, life. Self-deprecating, exactly. Um, sort of perspective. But he's really fucking. But good he's at terribly it. good at it. He's I'm the, not gonna hate the greatest. At but it. by the third he's time, the best at that chocolate. there's no better person that shall Jutsu than Naruto because he does it all over the top. There's no one better at it. That's true. You know what I'm uh, saying? That's the point. Yeah, man. And one thing that's kind of weird. I'm not mad about Kevin Hart being on top five. I'm not, I'm not. Like, he's not a Tim Duncan pick, but he's more like, okay, that's the style of basketball that you would like. And that's okay. Right, right exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or that's it's reliable. It's, it's, and it's, it's uh, cross generational yeah. for Yes, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's, I, we all laughed. I, I laughed out loud at Kevin Hart. I thought this shit was the funniest thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I put him on for this week, you know, during this week, and I still laugh. I still, even though I yes. know some of the jokes, I still laugh because it's saying. still good. But his, him, it's, it's impersonation in his faces, too. Like, the, his, yes. the, his, the way his body movement. Is is unparalleled. You know what I'm saying? Like this, he's meme worthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When he delivers a punchline and a quotable, it, it's 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 a large one. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. It makes sense. It's easily recognizable. And he says it twelve times to make sure you can speak. You, <laughs> you know, stuck in your fucking head. Yes. But I, but yes. Um. So I can't hand on Kevin Hart as a, as a number four. Yeah, no, number four. Not mad. Not mad. Not mad. I have him over Louis C.K. Um. You know, um, Louis C.K. Yeah. He's, I think Louis C.K. is has more depth. Yes. But Kevin Hart is star power. Yeah, he's so that's what I'm saying. Where at what he's doing, he dominates at it. Yes, right, exactly. But he's curious to see how Kevin Hart evolves because, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll that's what I was trying to we'll say is that, that where Martin Lawrence fell short is what, what Martin Lawrence was delivering punchlines. Shit, I mean, laugh you off the off the stage. You wouldn't want to go behind Martin Lawrence when he was hot and Def Jam. People said it, right? But he just didn't. But keep he didn't it have anything else after that. Well, that's kind of the thing about stand up comedy too. So it's like, do you have the comedy that will last? Because Precisely. because for a lot of time, comedy is literally laughing at pain. You, you're noticing things, sometimes fucked up things, sometimes just weird observational things that you experience, and then talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, and if you don't experience, if you experience far less fucked up things in your life because you're rich now, yep. Your, where's your comedy gonna go so I think Kevin Hart's comedy is interesting see, yes. he's only talking about himself but he's more successful it's hard for him to relate or us to relate to him yes you and, know and, what I'm and that's what I'm saying and, and that's why social observation or observation comedy I think is the, mo- is the most advantageous kind of chakra nature if we're gonna use that kind of example because Jerry Seinfeld will always find a way to complain about anything I disagree with you. I think the most advantageous is philosophical because it's beyond, it's decade long. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying social observation, philosophical, like obviously the guys we're going to come across or not. And, but I feel like right behind that is definitely observational comedy. Right, just noticing, noticing random shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you can be rich and like, oh man, have you ever seen a mama bear talk? Like you can just be observational and, and it's just a question. And you're just, you know, kind of, you're having a conversation and you can go anywhere. It's always going to always be there. So yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Who's your number three? Number three. Richard Pryor. So Richard Pryor, um, at his height, was uh, the man. He's a lot of people's OGs. He's, he's shoot, I mean, damn it, everybody's OG. Everybody's OG. All the, all the black every, 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 Even like, not even the non-black ones. Even, even, like, saying, even not the non-black. He's oh, damn near almost everybody's OG. Mm-hmm. It's him, and obviously we, t- we talk about George Carlin. I know George Carlin's on Masses, and he should be there. It's usually like two... Those two people, the people who always name those two. It's interesting because as, as far as influence watering down, because Bill Cosby and um, Richard Pryor came out roughly around the same time. Yes, and Richard Pryor, their anti pieces, so yeah, it's lasting impact on comedy itself. Yes. like he 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 inspired a whole the next generation of comedy. Next generation of comedy took his because he was the first philosophical. One. Yes, he was. You know, he was the, not the first philosophical. So Bill Cosby was more taking making weird faces, you know, doing weird. And you have things. stories in there which one go, but I mean. Uh, comedy, I do believe. I'm not saying. Listen, you can always be funny without swearing, mm-hmm. but the point being is that it's authentic is, is, is that when you swear, it's kind of like a handshake, a verbal handshake, saying I'm gonna be unfiltered, and that's where comedy lives as in the unfiltered. Mm-hmm. So if you're already cutting it down by saying I can't say this word or not, but we like if you're saying like we were doing stuff, but niggas want to hear that we was fucking. Mm-hmm. We need that usually to connect 
to to, um, to to both of our thought processes to be funny. You know what I mean, yeah. Bill Cosby hated Richard Pryor because of that. Bill yes, Cosby kept on calling Richard Richard Pryor, telling him quick cussing. Richard Pryor kept saying "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting. That Bill Cosby hated Richard Pryor because he was fucking really good at it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Very it interesting. is. And I just um as far as I'm not gonna try to um paraphrase any, any of the jokes, but um I think that the way he just talked about even like like even his self deprecating comedy about I think he talked about a time where he burned himself. Smoking, smoking cocaine, smoking crack. Yeah, I think smoking crack. Isn't that how you die from cocaine or something like that? How do you die? I forgot. I don't even know. But like he was talking about this is Spanish special that was after after he burned his hair, smoking crack. I think or smoking cocaine or something like this one. That he made fun of himself. Like like I mean like he had it all. So I mean um he's third. I can still watch. It's not as funny obviously when I, I mean, it's funny, but it's not as funny as the first time I've heard, I've seen it. But even the first time I seen, it, I was crying. And I, this came out like thirty years before I was even born. So, all right. Yeah. Here's my take. This is why I lose my black card. If I ever had a black card, I'm right, it's Matt's, taken away. Now I'm Matt's Arab. Saying he's I'm and Arab now. Well, Matt's well on his way, but yes. Um. So for my third pick, I wanted to have OG right because because I was like, you know, I, I recognize the greatness. Right, Richard Pryor is definitely great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have it on my list. I did not have him on my list. The reason being is because if you watch Richard Pryor, it's really not that good. Let's be honest. That's, that's what I'm saying. It, Let's it, be honest. Yeah, he was, he was you know, unique. He was a he was a trailblazer. He was unique at a time. He was uh, he was raw. He was, he was he was he was raw. He was very much like I guess it's like saying like he was, you know, just kind of like a person who could dribble the basketball before dribbling became a thing. Right. He was Bill Russell. Yes. He was Bill Russell. Yes. Um, yes. We have respect to him. Like he was the greatest. Like everyone was inspired because of him. Um, but okay, okay. First thing, when you when if you you could do this at home, you could do it by yourself, who cares? Right? You could uh try to search up Richard Pryor's stand up stuff. You could only find like five minute skits. You could there's one thing that's on Netflix and there's one that's really the only thing publicly available, even on Daily Motion. That's the mm-hmm. one that it was like in nineteen seventy yeah. wherever he got arrested for his car, whatever the case would be. Yep. It's good. But it's not great. And that's the only really thing we have and our generation has to look back on Richard Pryor. You gotta keep in mind, yo, his comedy was 50 fucking years ago. Yep. Okay? Funniness has changed. Comedy has changed. Culture has changed. A lot of things have changed. And when you look back at Richard Pryor, it's really not that fucking funny now. It didn't age well. Can we, can we agree upon that? That's what I'm gonna say. It didn't really, yeah. It didn't age well. So Bill Russell's a great example. Yeah, I think that's what it ever had. So therefore, my number third pick, I had to go with George Carlin. Because George Carlin age, he didn't. So if you look at George Carlin shit from the seventies, it's still kind of similar to how Richard Pryor was. Right in seven, the thing about fucking George Carlin was interesting. When he when he was younger, he was more observational, right? He was mm-hmm. kind of more that. Did you have you noticed this? What was this? Yeah. Or this. When they got older. He became more philosophical. He came out the government. He yeah, came yeah. out religion and uh, some real shit and some real funny fucking ways. <coughs> and he is, he is probably. I, I might put him the second second or first smartest comedian. Um, out there um, Depending on uh, but The first one's coming up But but the insight he has In the world And able to see things And break it down In a funny way You know what I'm saying Like yeah. other comedians Talk about themselves Like Kevin Hart Self-deprecate But he was able to Break down bigger pictures Of the world And break things down For example The first time I seen him Was on his last On his last special It's bad for you He was like It was, it was 2006 This thing was 70 years old Okay It was a 70 year old man I was like a 12 year old kid And the words he spoke He changed my fucking life Because he, he made me Open my eyes Some shit I never noticed But I'm like God damn He's right you know what I'm saying? That's like, true. Like he broke down the Ten Commandments and how fucking kind of crazy they are. He had the the he, he's brilliant. Let, let's watch George Carlin, specifically old George Carlin. When he got yeah, old, was, he, yeah. he stopped giving a fuck, and that's that's what made him age well. He he did comedy from the the early the late sixties mm-hmm. till he died in two thousand six to the, the yeah. mid two thousands. So forty year career yes. of comedy is fucking unheard of. Not many people were able to do it. No. The reason why he was able to do it is because he talked about shit more bigger than himself. He talked. Yeah. He was. He had the the awareness and perspective on the world to take things that are outside that everyone can relate to. They know you didn't need to be Christian or black, white, or brown or or whatever the case may be to understand the shit he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And he broke it down. So that is my case why George Carlin is better than Richard Pryor. That's my case why he shouldn't be on your honorable mention. And you're looking at me like you kind of agree with me. Yep. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't know. I guess uh, I can't really argue with that. Yeah, George Carlin belongs on the top five list. Yeah, he's yeah. great. No, let's talk about George Carlin. He's he's the goat. One of the goats. One of the yeah. goats. Number two. My number two is Cat Williams. Matt's been banging him the whole time, but does he better than George Carlin? Overall, for the comedy world, no. For black people, yes. Man, I I I would even challenge you on that. No, I feel like, you I feel would like not. people 
man. People who are, people who are, black folks are willing enough to listen to an old white man, right? If you if you if you not a lot of people, I mean, like they'll be willing to listen, and they would say, "Oh, that, that's just not bad." We're not, but Catlin shit was gonna hit harder. That's the only thing. I, yeah. Yes. So it's cultural. Yes, cultural. But overall, for comedy, yes, it's George. I mean, come on, it's George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So yes, but I just I all I can watch perspective that I can I have. And obviously, Cat Williams stuff—it just kind of hits. The, 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 the Cat Williams—he just—he's he, kind of like Kevin Hart. How he plays a character. He's committed to a character almost. You know, he's committed to a pimp, and he's not, i don't really take him seriously as a pimp. You Do you ever consider him? You know what? Put him on. He—he—he he, he deserves fucking Ice Cube a big fucking hug. Because Ice Cube from Friday After Next, he was a, played a pimp in that role, oh, yeah. and he just embraced that persona. He was on Wild Out before that. He didn't play no fucking pimp. He—he sure. he, he played. You know, he was funny in Wild Out. He's actually one of the highlights, especially the first seasons. He was actually one of the, the greater ones. But Friday after next is really what allows him to flourish. Because if it was a Friday after next, I don't think he'd be Cat Williams. I think he'd be some random person. You're right. Um, I don't agree with that. I think Pimp Chronicles, Cat Apocalypse, Great America, a lot of them. Um, oh, come on, it's Cat Williams. His social observation is great. His punchlines are funny, and he, he's real. All right, so I'm gonna tell you guys to start. We so um, <laughs> with how we do our podcast, we take our, our podcast episodes in threes. We yeah. had an episode where we, we had weed and we had weed edibles, and Yanni's high, and I'm just watching Yanni, and I'm just watching him because I'm chuckling because it's funny because I know how high this man is, and he's just trying his best to keep it together. I, he's, just, um, he's just trying to make a convincing argument why Cat Williams is strong. But the thing is, I committed this argument way before I even got high, so I know that it has legs. But you're just looking at me. Anything I could, I could literally say anything. I could say like I, I could say like like some kind of crazy equation that's absolutely right. That's certified by MIT. But Matt's all he can see is my eyes. I, his eyes and his forever present smile. He cannot stop smiling. He just a smile on his face. He just a fucking smile on his face. And he can't help it. Yeah. Good thing we talk about comedians. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's richening. It's, it's good. Richening. Yes. Um, Anyways, I think you're wrong, Cat Williams. I mean, I don't. I, don't, I think I already touched on it, um, especially the people you have on your list: George Carlin, Chris Rock. Uh, he's better. Than, yeah, your list. Yeah, I don't. I don't like your list. I just don't like it. But we can <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt is a stand-up comedy kind of source. So he's not, not really, not really. I, I wouldn't even say that. I, I think but you just don't like my list. Well, I just don't. I, it's tough to put it over Cat Williams over Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not really for me. Why? Why? I mean, I I just don't think that Cat. I mean, Chris Rock stuff. Hit like Cat Williams does stuff. Mm, hit. Definitely the Chris niggas versus black people, bro. Niggas versus black people was such a that was great. No, that was fucking great. Come on, bro. That was everyone was dying. Everyone was dying with that. Happening. It was funny, but it wasn't like like it was funny for that time. But I think in a vacuum, Cat Williams stuff. Deaf nigga is. I, I, I just think uh, yeah, it's way better. I think I think Cat. Of course, Chris Rock's just gonna age better. You know what I'm saying? When when, when people. When the next iterations of the top five guys, whatever kids from like Arkansas decide to put the rank shit twenty years from now, yeah, they're gonna say Chris Rock way more than Cat Williams because it's it's more lasting comedy, it's better comedy, it's it's you know more universal comedy than Cat Williams, which is just specific to the black community. I don't agree with that. All right, I'm just laughing at me. Can we go to number one? <laughs> I do my number, number two. two. My number two, uh, Dave Chappelle. What? Hold on. So that means you rated Chris Rock? I rated Chris Rock over Dave Chappelle, and I will 100% stand by this. So we can talk about this in unison, because you so have Dave Chappelle as your number one, I right? I do, yes. Let's talk about unison. Um, I think what happened with Dave Chappelle, the Dave Chappelle the show is, really... The stand-up stand special is not as good as the show. Exactly. Exactly. And Chris Rock was the opposite. His, his stand-up special is better than the show. Yes, so exactly. The Dave Chappelle show is better than Chris Rock show. Chris Rock show is still good. Really good, but, but Okay, well, let me ask you this. Okay, so if you had to compare it, so if, you, if they give him a both a point system, I was gonna say, give him a points from a letter grade system. Yeah, yeah, and you get GPA right. So Chris Rocks is a a for for comedy. So but obviously, what yes, I mean it must be it must be for that. So I'll give him an A plus for stand up. I don't, I don't even think. Yeah, I don't think Dave Chappelle's a better stand up comedian. Like I I'll think give, a, I'll give it. Oh, what would you give it? I'll give it like a, a a B plus. Okay, what do you think about Dave Chappelle's most recent specials? What's your thoughts? Yeah, on that's, it? What I think, that's what that's what's been pulling it up. Those are like B plus. Maybe, like, Arguably A, A minus comedy standards. See, I agree. I think Dave Chappelle's earlier shit was fucking a lot more funny. Really? Yeah, I thought it was a lot more funny than this, this This modern shit, he's much more. He seems high. He seems high. Just so way, way too chill. You know what I'm saying? He's, man, he's, he's, mean, he's a different darker, style. But well, it's, it's darker, but it's not as. Man, it doesn't have those. You know, there's different types of laughter, right? It doesn't have laughters where my stomach is hurting because he just keeps hitting me with punchline, a punchline, a punchline, a punchline, a punchline. You know what I'm saying? It's more of a slow roast. But, like. As early was he wasn't as philosophical. Now he's he he got the philosophical thing down. Now yeah. I, I, the person who I was comparing to smartest um, 
comedian Dave Chappelle and George Carlin are yeah. neck and neck probably intellectually yeah as far as social yeah just yeah. smartest yeah. most socially aware and, and capable yeah. of digesting the world in a different way than we can right yeah. but I just don't think I think Chris Rock gives you more hits man more 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 be- belly clenching hits I think Dave, early Dave Chappelle before he, he disappeared and went to South Africa yeah he was I think those him and those that level Chris Rock are very comparable. Yes, you know what I'm saying. As far as getting you hits and you just yeah. fucking dying the whole time, just the whole time, just laughing. That's true. Compared to now, it's more it's more of a slow one. Chris Rock's in that one now. It wasn't that great, but Chris Rock just had so much shit in the '90s. He had he had like four or five. He had a couple in the 2000s where Dave Chappelle only had two. Yes. So it just I think just in the numbers game, man. You could be right. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Dave Chappelle's. Yeah, I was just gonna stand up. If you're stand up. And making the stand up mean more than the person altogether, yes, Chris Rock definitely. Yeah, makes sense. So, so now can we re edit your list now, Yanni? I'm we, not going to Chris Rock. No. Chris Rock the respect he deserves. Can we? No. Can this, you just said. You just said. I don't like. You him. just said he's a better stand up could be the Dave Chappelle. That literally just came out of your mouth. No, I'm saying by everybody else's assessment, it wasn't my my assessment. That's why he didn't make. Well, my what's list. your what's your assessment then? You don't think he's a better stand up? You just said it. You literally we have evidence. We, no, can we I both? was going from. I was going back from. I was I was speaking from the perspective of like the world, not Yanni. What does Yanni believe, Yanni? I believe he's a he's a he's a great comedian, but he's not better than my top five as far as laughter. Okay, okay, okay. Can we do that? Let's just have a uh, uh, Cat Williams, uh, Dave Chappelle, and Chris Rock breakdown. Like, if you have the Venn, the three person Venn diagram, right? If we where can, they intersect? Where, where they intersect? Where they don't intersect? And who has more stuff? Okay, Cat okay. Williams. Um, he has the hood aspect to him. He has like, the hood culture. The, this is true. The fact that he kind of got that honored as a dipset person was kind of lame at the end. You know, it's kind of free watched it. It was kind of an awkward because you know how when you get knighted, someone puts it around you. They, mm-hmm. uh, fucking uh, Cameron just kind of handed it to him. He's like, here you go. It was just kind of if you rewatch it, it's kind of weird when you look back at it. Actually, so yes, do hood niggas do do niggas niggas watch? It's just saying, do niggas niggas watch these people? So as far as being hood stamped or like stamped by the fam, it's Cat Williams is hood stamped. Cat Williams. But people also watch Kevin Hart, and they also watch Dave Chappelle. Black people don't really watch. Maybe watch Chris Rock. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I don't. You, you can't even make that argument. Take it. Say with a straight face. You can't. I think. I think you just current. No, currently. That's the thing. You're. You're talking about like when when um when Dave Chappelle and and Kellums are out. We're not. Nah. Yanni, yeah, you know what I think what happened here? What? I think you made the horrific mistake of ranking Chris Rock in your honorable mentions, and now you're pulling out every trick you can to try to justify your ranking. All right. Yanni's still smacking out these chips. are really good for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> I get what Matt's trying to say. When I'm just saying that Chris Rock has everything Matt's going to name. But yeah, black people really want watching Chris Rock like that after. They get the fuck. Everyone was. Everyone was, man. Chris Rock is a legend. He had a, he was able to make a TV show, Everyone Hates Chris. He had his own that Chris TV Rock show. That TV show is great. It is a great TV show. It's really fucking great, actually. What are you doing, Yanni? What is this? Yanni's high, guys. What? Yanni, what are you? He's pulling out his wallet, okay? What are you gonna show me here? I don't want to see your your twelfth grade high school photo. <laughs> I don't have that. He's got a picture. He's got a credit card with Terry Crews. It's Julius. Cr- that's not. Hey, what? The, let me correct that. That's not Terry Crews. I don't fuck with Terry Crews. But uh, that's a picture of Julius. Julius Terry Crews from Everybody Hates Chris. He had with his face. Yanni, that's Yanni's role model. This is Yanni's inspiration. This is who Yanni wants to be. He's, he's Yanni's getting the look that I got a, a plan to plan of fitness. He's he's Yanni's dedicated himself to being Julius. He is on the he's on the trajectory. I've dedicated everyone. myself to making sure that I've purchased things the right. If I'm pulling this card out, and I know that. Bro, it, he, it's literally his credit card. It's ter- <laughs> that's a face. There's no no Capital One, no TC up. It's literally just Terry Crews, bro. <laughs> no, not Terry Crews. It, it's Julius. It's, it's Terry Crews in the role of Julius. I uh, Rachel hates Chris, which is a great show. So you, the the four year old dad thing, yeah. So that's why you like Louis C.K. Right? It's the four year old. I gotta watch him again. Four year old working dad try. thing. Yeah, it's forty year old working dad. Um, we're on a tangent, aren't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, we are definitely on a tangent. This this is this is what happens sometimes. Yeah. Anyways, um, I mean, do you have anything else? I mean, for me, I, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. It's obvious that Matt thinks he won, but I don't think he did. All right, let's go over the list one more time. Let's, yeah, let's, let's see what you got. All right, I have number five. I have Dimitri Martin. Number four is Mitch Hedberg. Such a shitty list. This is just, Richard Pryor. This is really bad. Cat Williams and Dave Chappelle. All right, I won. Um, Louis C.K., <laughs> Kevin Hart, George Carlin, Dave Chappelle, and Chris Rock. That's you. Just yeah, I think you went with who do you like the most? But it, you know, but I, but I'm always right though, so it should be my perspective. Does Marissa know you're always right? No, she oh. does not. She okay. doesn't. She hasn't. She, she hasn't learned. Okay, she hasn't learned it yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, she doesn't believe. It. I, I tried, and she doesn't believe it. So. Mm. Yeah. So, so does it make, make it true then? 
I don't think it makes it true. Hmm. Anyways, guys, we're, we're high. We, we, we're we, actually, yeah, we're very we, high. We didn't get off the bike. We'd be here all day. But anyways, I really encourage you guys, just in this time and Watch day, Mitch Hedberg and watch Dimitri Murray. Just watch stand-up comedy. Just laugh. Let's, it's it's yes. good to laugh, you guys. It's fun And that fan. Who? That fan. He uh, had one or two specials, but he's really good at imitating Vietnamese people. Is he people. Be- better than Chris Rock? No. Okay. Like no one else, like Cat Williams. And, but anyways. <laughs> I, I mean, Whatever. We're going to get out of here, guys. We love you. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, be safe. Top five. Um, enjoy tacos or in um, spaghettios, whatever you eat whenever you try to get away from life stressors. Yeah, what he said. Goodbye. Edibles are great. smoke i become like aware like i'm aware i'm aware i'm aware i'm aware and like i'm high now guys I yes think I'm I'm, I'm like, fuck, i feel myself high. being high and matt i don't think you peed out matt, but i just remember i was, I was like matt's thinking i'm doing a lot of talking right now why is he any talking and i'm realizing me saying i realize i'm not really i'm realizing that i'm realizing that i'm not talking I'm like fuck I'm high, so you got you got you've got the third world in your head you, like you got yes. the different levels of yes. your consciousness and start questioning I, like, I gotta tell matt because he's gonna run there like why the fuck why is he acting like this it's fine i mean being yeah, high is cool. yeah. yeah and i'm still recording all of this so i'm just gonna put this on i think you should because um i'm terribly high i think that, <laughs> i think it's pretty cool that people I, like you should just get high and then like just say things yeah smoke weed every day Like, are you just watching it? It's so weird. I'm like, did he press it or did he not press it? Like, what the hell? And I'm like, I didn't even notice you were looking at him. I was like, why is this guy going to press this? He's so high right now, bro. I never seen this funny. It's funny. I'm sorry. I'm high, too. Yeah, we, took, we both took some edibles. It's great. I don't know. That's the thing. I can't even tell if it's the gummies or it's this chocolate. Chocolate. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Let me stop it.